0: everyone. Welcome to the first Handicap of 2022. We've got a bumper show lined up for you. I must admit, when I started the week, I didn't think we had that much rugby to talk about. I thought our few Champions Cup matches. But the Curry Cup, well, it snuck up on us. We'll talk a bit about that now. Not the most well-promoted event in the world, I must tell you. And then, of course, we've got Heineken Champions Cup. I haven't even counted the games, but I've just ripped them out the... Uh, sort of betting and I couldn't believe only matches out, but we'll get into that but first of all uh, to all the, the the regular viewers of the show and those who are new to the show thanks very much for all the support and uh, yeah I hope you have a great 2022 and get to make some money with us and the same applies to my guests as well so I'm going to start right at the top of my screen there with none other than Henrik Swatt the undertaker and if you're not a sports bet or a rugby bet and you follow this man you'll soon know what he means by undertaker Henrik great to have you back on the show
1: yeah, Brent, thanks. I'm uh, yeah, looking forward to this year, betting wise. I um, had a great week uh, holiday. Um, went to the coast a bit, I went to J Bay, and yeah, I'm looking forward to all the rugby, Curry Cup starting this weekend. One of my favorite tournaments normally. Um, it's a bit watered down um, these days, um, the last few years. But yeah, it's a, the kind of tournament where there's, there's lots of value. Um, if you, if you I think, I think it's one of the, the few tournaments where you can get a bit of a, 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 a um, you can beat the bookies easier than in the other tournaments because the European bookmakers don't um, normally put price up um, first on this. So yeah, it's a, it's a good tournament um, to make money on in my opinion. Yeah, I'm, looking really for, I'm looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, looking forward to it. Certainly, as I said, not well publicized at all. I actually started the Good for the Game forum thread, and there's a link, by the way, to that down below the the program here. And I didn't even put Curry Cup, and then I happened to see a WhatsApp from the man himself, the conductor, and he said, Curry Cup this weekend, boys. And I said, geez, I didn't even know. So uh, welcome to the conductor, mate. Great to have you back on the show. You're looking a little bit more bearded than the last time I saw you. I think you were (laughs) still staying in the girlfriend's flat last time I saw you.
2: Yeah, Brent, and uh, no, like I said, I'm t- trying to make my return back to Loftus, so uh, need need to grow the the, the right uh, the right look for it. Uh, but yeah, thanks, Brenty. Always always good to join your boys on the show. And yeah, uh, happy new to happy new year to yourself and Henrik and to everyone else. And uh, you're hoping for a, a very good punting year. Uh, yeah, it was a nice break over the over December, there was still quite a bit, a bit of rugby, European rugby, to keep me occupied. Uh, but yeah, it was nice to. Come back nice and refreshed. And like Henrik says, uh, Curry Cup is an absolute gold mine if you can just uh, catch it correctly. uh, I think there's there's really good opportunities available for us. So, uh, yeah, let's uh, hopefully we can find some good bets this weekend and uh, kick off off the year on the right notes.
0: Excellent. Well, we can get straight into the betting now. Just welcome to the boys who've already joined us in the live chat. Of course, good to have you on board. And then just looking at your beard made me realize. From next weekend, we've got a, a sponsor for the show for a, for a while. Certainly, we've got a four-week sponsorship, and it's not a bookmaker. That's all I'm going to tell you, um, and it might have, it might, might well – it looks like something the conductor could very well use, but we'll chat about that this week, so keep a, clo- keep a close eye on that. And, uh, yeah, we could have some fun with this particular sponsor, I can tell you. Uh, let's get the, into, the, into the, the, the Curry Cup first, guys. As I said, I didn't even know it was taking place. Uh, great that it is. And uh, from what I can tell on, on, on the various forums and Twitter, there's been quite a bit of betting movement. And conductor, I'm going to start with you here. This I've just taken this and I'm going to just double check because I was a bit raced to prepare for the show tonight. I've got plus five and a half the Pumas up against the Bulls. Now, if I'm not mistaken, there's been quite a lot of money here for the Bulls. Yeah. Yeah,
2: Brent, so I think um, <laughs> the, the price opened up at plus three and a half. And I think it's uh, for the Bulls, uh, Bulls plus three and a half. And then I think as soon as the team news was released, uh, I think everyone absolutely smashed the Bulls' price, so it's come down, um, yeah, to minus, minus five and a half for the Bulls. Uh, yeah, there was there was a lot of murmuring that obviously the uh, cut the the main sides, the Bulls, Lions, uh, Stormers, and Sharks, would split their sides. Obviously they have to they they play two parallel competitions, which is the United Rugby Championship and the Curry Cup. So there there was a bit of thought that you you know you could have two different squads, but um, I was reading the, uh, Jimmy Stonehouse's comments during the week, and he, he, he thought that the Bulls would use this as an opportunity to warm up their players for the, for the URC. And that's pretty much what they've done. They've selected a very strong squad. Um, a lot of their main players are there. Um, yeah, absolutely big, big uh, scrum for the Bulls. And uh, on, the, on the opposite side, Jimmy Stonehouse has lost 10 players uh, since last season. So you know that's a big loss for the, for you know a team like the Pumas. It can't you know you don't really have that the money and the resources to to really uh, replenish as quickly. Um, I've looked at this. I've looked at these sides. I will still sorts like Bulls minus five and a half. I did manage to get Bulls eight to ten on the board, but I'd still be I'll still be happy there on the minus. Um, yeah, it's a really good Bulls side. Uh, good bench. Uh, yeah, and. Uh, I believe Jake White said, look, you know, they are taking the Curry Cup quite seriously. I saw that brought in Small, Smol, uh, the ex-Islands forwards coach, ex-West Province chap, as uh, head coach of the Curry Cup side for the Bulls. I, I reckon he's a good appointment. Um, I just think they're building a really strong uh, side there in, at, at, uh, at Pretoria. So uh, it's always, look, it is tough playing Null Sprite. It's never an easy trip. But uh, I think the Bulls, if they're on form, should uh, cover that cap. I'm um, would be interested to see what the points lines come at come out at. Um the Pumas defense does tend to leak quite a bit. Um I won't be taking overall points because I just know the Pumas do struggle sometimes to score. And um, yeah, you know, that backline of theirs doesn't really form me with fear. So I'd probably look at bulls overs. Um it's it's difficult to know what kind of line we would get we would get. I know towards the end of the comp, I think last year, we were getting crazy lines. We were getting like 77, 78.5. Uh, for some of the games at, at, at uh, in Joburg. So we might just get a, a line of about 57, 50, 57, 58. So then you're probably looking at a Bulls line of about 40-ish, 39, 38, 30, 40-ish. So, but if it can come as a, a reasonable line, I'd like to take Bulls over, the, over there as well.
0: Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see, quite frankly, what time the bookies actually price up on this line. Because I think first Curry Cup of the season, the bookies are nipping themselves. And Henrik, just to come in with you there, I know, yeah. The last Curry Cup really ended up high-scoring, but there was—I think it was the previous Curry Cup, sometime during lockdown. There was a Curry Cup that actually turned out. It was around right about October, November. They were playing, and I mean, I lost a lot of money. There was actually quite a low-scoring Curry Cup. What, what are you expecting this time around?
1: Yeah, Brent. Um, well, we can start. I'll, I'll give my opinion on, on the game and on, on the winner or the handicap, and that up in later. So I'll start off to, with the points. Um, I, I'm different than Brendan on this one. I'm lining up in Anders here. Um, I see this rain expected in Elspeth and Jadiswini is the ref. Um, he's going lots of times in Anders. Um, and especially with with the Curry Cup being played this, ta- this time of year, um, up north with you guys, you get rain at this time of year. So the fields are lots of times a bit heavy. Um, so yeah, I wouldn't mind a high um, total quote total points quote here, I, I wouldn't put anybody off taking the overs on the bulls um, and yeah, I, I'll probably look at uh, total points rather here and uh, I'll, I'll fancy the unders and yeah, if, if I can get anything over 60, I'll take the unders here. Um, early in, in the tournament, probably not not as big, um, big a bet, uh, I'll be a bit weary but I'm happy to take unders on this one. Um, I checked the weather, and I, I see there, there might be a bit of rain in Elspeth, so yeah, I'm happy to take the unders. and then, yeah, I'm I'm going to go with Brendan on, on this one, on the Bulls to win the game, or on the handicap, um, I smashed into the Bulls 9 to 10 this, this afternoon at Superbets, um, I'm not able to bet that the, the two bookmakers that came out early, I saw those um handicaps. Um the awesome yeah, but I can't bet it either does. So uh, I luckily then I saw super bets at it as a choice game, so I smashed the, the Bulls nine to ten. I like it a lot. I actually I, I wish they, they had some alternative handicaps because I would have taken a bigger minus on the Bulls and I like uh, well yesterday I, I read the same article than, that Brendan read about what Jimmy Sona said. Um we expected the Bulls to to play um the USC team as as an um warm-up game for next week's game, I think against the Stormers. Um so yeah, I liked the, the miners a lot there. Yeah. And I expected this game, even if if the, the Bulls and the Pumas picked um curry cup teams, I expected the line to be about six and a half, um, Bulls being favourites. So I was quite surprised to see the Pumas as as um, favorites with the amount of players that lost as well, so I'm very confident in the Bulls to win this one and take the minus, take the bigger minus as well. The Bulls will win this by a double figures.
0: Well, it sounds like Henrik's heavily involved there on the nine to ten. The Bulls, so I think next week this time Henrik will be saying there's three bookmakers I can no longer bet with off the off the club super bets there, but <laughs> also the Undertakers. Yeah, well, of course he's going to Undertas, even though I do know he plays Curry Cup sometimes as well. So. Yeah, i'm probably sitting a little bit on the fence with that one let's move into the next game Henrik, and we'll give you first crack at it um i'm using SunBet's prices tonight but obviously it punches guys we've got to shop around get the best prices get the best deals um cheetahs minus seven and a half against greek was henrik
1: yeah brent this this minus is too low um Gricos, they've got a very inexperienced team lots of players making their day and cheetahs they've picked a really good um, team a really experienced team as well ron pino starting france thanks Starting Clayton Blomikis, uh The forwards looking good as well. They've got Robert Ibbis on, on the bench. And if he's on the bench, you know you've got a solid um, back line. I, I think that Adam Lechita's going to smash this as well. Um, but the, this handicap has at, at least seven points too light. So I like the minus a lot here. There's also a bit of rain expected in, in Bloom for this one. So that is a bit of a concern being on the minus. Um, but yeah, I, I think. The, the cheetahs they, they will dominate this game and win it easily um so yeah i'm not sure about the points with the with the um the paper being the ref as well and rain expected so that makes the points a bit tricky i think keep it easy take the minus here this minus is going to move in my opinion it's going to move about five points i expect the cheetahs to start 12 and a half points favorites uh, by
0: kickoff well normally when henrik talks like that the sh- it actually moves before the show so i'm watching the la- the betting on on the sites at the moment. In fact, I'm going to ask all punters watching, please don't get on the minus seven and a half until the newsletters come out tomorrow. Because, of course, tomorrow is going to be our first newsletter of the year as well. You want to see how we did last year? We don't claim to be a tipping site by any means. It's more about the enjoyment of punting and and sharing thoughts in our our battle to beat the bookmakers. But we had a pretty good year, and you can get the results there on the Good for the Game homepage, how we did last year. First newsletter of of the year tomorrow. Go down below and sign up and join us in the battle against the books. Right, Brendan? Are we with Henrik here on the minus?
2: Right i will be too honest. I've been toing and froing on this um, on this price. I saw that you could actually get Cricus plus nine and off earlier, and I actually like quite liked it. I haven't taken I haven't taken anything on this game as yet. Um, it is tricky. I saw that played last week, and I think Cheetahs won by about twelve points. But you can never really, you know, take anything away from it pre 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 season warm up. I'm not too enthused with regards to this cheetah side. I I, I think uh Ru R- R- as great as he was, he is getting a bit long in the tooth. I don't rate Chris Smith, uh, Chris Smith as a as a fly off and I also don't rate Clay- Clayton Mormakis, who should have played for the box uh, in his mind uh, by any means. But um I, I do think, you know, God, there are a couple of decent players in, in Cheetah side. I think I really rate a guy like Gideon van he's a great flanker. Um I agree with Henrik, I think their pack is a lot better. Got a far better front row than the was. Um, I The only thing that is a lot of rain expected in Bloemfontein, I think there's about four, four or five mils before kickoff. Uh, I think kickoff is at three o'clock, and at two o'clock, it should be about four or five mils. So the, the field could be extremely wet. And um, the only thing that I'd fear about taking the minus, uh, I think it is a good bet, but uh, is Neil Otto and uh, Ron Steenkamp for the Griequois, they are absolute demons over the ball and can really frustrate you and slow it down. Um, I'd love to see the points the points line. Yeah. I'm hoping for something ridiculous like sixty-five, then I'll take a nice unders. I think um yeah, as much as as much as the Chiefs have named a good side, it's yeah, it's I think I'm not like I said, I don't really rate Chris Smith much. And uh I think the Greek was will really be missing George Whitehead. He was an absolute sniper off the tee. and I see he's not there anymore. Um and as Henrik says, that, oh, obviously uh blooding a lot of new guys at the Greek was. And uh, post uh, Scott Matthew, who's obviously who was their coach, he uh, really thought he was a fantastic coach for the Griquas, and uh, he's now in the US, uh, I think, coaching the Sabercats or the Thunderballs or whatever they call them. But um, you know, he's no longer there. And I think um, I, I think the Albert von Albert von the forwards coach, has also left. So you know, coaching restructuring at the, at the Griquas. Um, I'd probably be, it pushed, I'd probably look at cheaters minus seven and a half, um, based on, no, George Whitehead. But, like I said, if there's a crazy points line of 65 or something, which I doubt, because I think the bookies will obviously see the rain, um, I'd like to take, and like I said, I think Neil Otto and Stian slow slope massively down at the breakdown.
0: Yeah, it could be the sort of game as well where Free state cheaters maybe take a little while to get on top of Griquas before putting away in the second half. We'll look for some beating opportunities there. And that's how was all over the minus seven and a half, and then uh, conductor just poured a little bit of cold water on that, so perhaps a little bit of caution there. Uh, let's move on to the next game, conductor, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go with you on this one. Western Province up against the Lions. This game, the bookies are priced up very tight. Uh, we have got Western Province here minus one and a half against the Lions. First of all, conductor, has there been any betting movement on this one, or has it been pretty stable? Brent, I see.
2: I see the price on Western Province has um, shortened a little bit. I think it was at about nine to ten. Um, I yeah. think it's come to about uh, 75 to 100 or 8 to 10 now, I think is the, is the price, or 85 to 100 um, is the price. Um, look, obviously the books, there's it, it, been no real movement because the Lions haven't released their side yet. Western has released their side, and it's not a bad side. They've got uh, some really, really good players there. Uh, Dion Ferry on the bench. I like Smith at, at, um, at uh, centre. Uh, I think Tom at fly-off. So you know, there's a couple of good senior players there. Um, uh, uh at uh, I think six, he's captaining the side. Uh, uh, Achieva Diamani, um, at eight man, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's pretty much the without uh, Kitsop in my head, but it's pretty much a strongest front row, obviously. Um, on the, on the starting and on the bench, so I've taken a, a big chunk at nine to ten on the on Western Province. I see Lions have, have come out and said definitely they are going to split their side, they're not going to have the two sides mingling between the curry cup and the URC. um during uh, what i managed to gleam off instagram is that um in the lion's side you'll got you'll have guys like that uh club is a, a really really big prop for the lions uh mj pulsa uh oh, I'm, sure I'm trying to think who else there's one uh, emmanuel emmanuel uh, chuchuka he's there um there's one or two decent guys but i expect oh james tedder i think it's the um uh university of cape town um sorry uh oh, the I fly can, off eh? yeah for the fly off he's playing the yes. line so he's quite good but i expect the balance to be filled with under 20s and, and fringe players so like i said i've taken a big strike at uh nine to ten um i i, I think the big positive is that uh it's <laughs> the west promise is coached by somebody else and not john dobson uh, he's luckily coaching the URC team, so um, yeah, I think Kabamba Fleurs is their, their forwards coach, and I think they've got another another coach in. They're looking to re- reinvigorate the Western Province. They are a very good carry cup side, so um, yeah, I'm, I'm big on, on I'm big on Western Province here. Um, I think kicking the game off, uh, you know, in, in the home city against a potentially weakened line side is a good couple of. Uh, uh, Stellenbosch, uh, uh, is there at uh, I think number five, some youngsters, but I, I, I think uh, Western Province will get that, will get the, the, the job done here quite easily.
0: Right, well, Steve Reed coming in on Facebook. Steve, good to hear from you again. Western Province, easy, fill your boots, lads. I'm expecting that price to come down quite a bit. As you say, I see under eight to ten, for example, at Sunbet, 17 to 20 there at World betting and Let's quickly have a look, I'll just pop on to player bets, actually, just find the jolly game. And what have they got there, outright Western Province? Just over eight, just sort of five to six there. So, yeah, I think that Western Province, by the, by the sounds of it there, might start quite a bit shorter than that. Well, especially if Henrik rubber stamps you, what are you going to say, Henrik?
1: Uh, Brent, I, I hope the money's coming for Western Province here um, because I don't, I, I'm i complete opposite here. Um, I don't like Western Province. I don't like the team that big. Um, I've never been a fan of Jerome Porwater as a coach. Um, and In my opinion, Kabamba has to prove himself. Um, and yeah, if every every time you see Chad Solomon starting in a team, you have to oppose him. Um, in my opinion, the, the Lions played quite well um, before the break. Um, yeah, so uh, yeah, I just I don't like this Western Province team, and I'm I'm not sure what the Lions team is going to look like. But uh, yeah, I'm happy to oppose this province team. So, yeah, I'm strong on the Bulls on the Lions here, actually. So, yeah, it's a bit, I, I feel a bit uncomfortable with the guys liking the Province here, but I, I'm strong on the Lions
0: on this one. This actually might be the night where I launch my new business as a betting exchange. And I just sort of go, right, <laughs> Brendan, Henrik, I'll just take a 5% commission and let's line you boys up against each other. I enjoy this one from Steve. He said, Someone take Henrik's temperature. <laughs> Very good. No, I, know, Very
1: good. I, I, know, I, I know Steve is a big Lions um, supporter. Um, he's always been a big, uh, even. You know, his name, yeah, he, he's he Oracle. Lion, Oracle cat, cat line cat, cat line in his Lions support? Yeah, so he's he's a Lions supporter. So yeah, uh, yeah, he, I, I not know. I I like the Lions. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I like them strongly. Yeah.
0: Excellent. Right, we're going to move on now to the Champions Cup. I couldn't believe how many games there actually are taking place in the Heideken Champions Cup, but we'll go through. So, guys, I know, Henrik, for example, you've looked at one or two of the games, not all of them, so no problem. Yourself, even, Conductor, if you haven't had a chance to look and you don't have firm opinion, don't worry about that. There are so many games this weekend, and we can't expect you to pick a winner on each and every one. But let's get into the games, and I'm going to start with you, Conductor. We've got uh, Cardiff Blues. This is now on Friday, I think, and I'm quickly going to get a points line as well. I didn't have time to put it in. Cardiff Blues against Harlequins. Plus seven and a half. That's at Sunbet, and I see it play a bit. Points are at fifty point five.
2: Yeah, Brent, Yeah, the of Blues they had a really rough time of it of late. I think they came out to came out to Africa. They were caught up with quarantine uh, issues. Yeah, in SA, obviously, when um, the UK government uh, pulled the plug in terms of returning to South Africa, had a couple of guys. You know, it was a very tumultuous time for them. So, you know, they ended up playing I think two of the Heineken Cup games with uh, with really journeymen and, and guys that could scrounge off the streets and, and guys phone their brothers who last played four years ago to exactly put on the boots and come down and yeah, so they had, I think they played to lose and I, th- I think they had a, a I can't remember who their second opposition was. So they've had a tough time of it. They were quite poor. Um, they were quite poor on Friday or Saturday nights, I think they played. Uh, Cardiff. So, I'm just trying to think exactly. Uh, blah, 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 sorry. Um, I can you know exactly think of that. that right?
0: What do you think of that? Are they basically out of this competition now? I mean, are they,
2: yeah, is
0: this something they just want to get out of the way? Almost? Yeah, look, I mean, they've selected a strong
2: side, eh? So, I mean, they've brought back, I think, six Welsh internationals into the side. Uh, so I mean, they've got all, all uh, they're back, the uh 14, 15, and uh, 11 are all Welsh internationals. Halim uh, Amos, uh, Owen Lane, uh, Josh Adams. Um, but yeah, like I said, they, they had a horrible game. I think it was against Edinburgh. Or, yeah,
0: uh,
2: it was the Edinburgh. It was just they had a, a really bad yeah. 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 A Horrible game. But um, I think seeing those uh, six guys back, I think it's going to make a bit, a bit of a difference. Um, I, I see some of the guys are piling into the minus six and a half 6 for the Holyquins. Uh Holiquins have had a tough time of late. So they've had some really, really tough games. In the, in the Gallagher premiership. I probably won't be looking at the handicap, but I love that overs. Uh, 50, 50. 50.5. Um, Harlequins has scored the most points of any team in the URC. Oh, sorry, in the URC. Yeah, uh, in the, in the uh, Champions Cup, sorry. In the Champions oh, Cup. So they've scored the most points out of any team. So they are high-scoring team. Uh, they do like to swing the ball. Uh, you know, very, very strong Harlequins side, but like uh, I think Henrik said there, no, under Hazen he's been Phenomenal for them, but still a very good side. And uh, you know, I like Jared Evans at ten. Uh, I, th- I think uh, the the scrum off is also very, very decent. And yeah, foot of Welsh internationals. there. a bit bit weak on the bench. I think they they had lost two hookers this previous Saturday, so the the, uh, the the replacement on the bench. He's uh is I think he's not really a proper player. Um, he's a bit of a fill in. Um, but yeah, so I expect it to be points, even though it is a bit of a, a eight o'clock kickoff their time at summer nights uh, Friday night lights uh, I do like the points there, I just think Harlequin's will play loose and and like you said, quite a few, have got nothing to really lose so, you know, the guy like Josh Adams, I'll definitely give it some wheelie um, and Harlequin's defence does tend to go a bit absent at times and no, Andre Esterheizen, he gets so many turnovers for Quinns, it's flipping ridiculous for, for a centre, I mean he's so he's so good at over the ball him not being there, I think it's going to be nice and loose
0: nice nice loose game there now the question is whether you have managed to convince the undertakers to take the overs Yeah, henrique convinced me i must tell you i'm i'm all over the overs there
1: yeah brent it certainly sounds like a good bet um and in my opinion the, the english teams they actually score quite a few points um they're normally good for overs um points so yeah that sounds good um i i'm i'm very poor at the the um, most of the northern hemisphere competitions, um, especially the the English um, the Premiership um, and with the Heineken Cup. I don't follow the teams um, closely enough, so I'm not going to have strong opinions here. Uh, but I yeah that that over um, Brendan has sold it to me as well, so I like that. Um, and then yeah, I think that the plus might be a, a go yeah um, just because I I saw a bit of the rugby and and has been amazing for Alec and with him not playing that just that um, has me interested in the plus here but uh, like I said um, if I bet on this it's very small and I'm not one to follow really on this one so I, I won't have strong
0: opinions on these games. No, no, no problem. Well, I'll just run. I'll still give you an, an option on each game. A cast against um, Munster. You got any opinion on that one? Plus yeah, I,
1: on I, I like opposing Munster, like you know, probably. And I, I don't like Johan van Graan as a coach. Um, I've never been a fan. So I will always go against teams that Johan van Graan coaches. Um, and with him already um, having signed um, I think for both, I think he's yes. going there. Um, and so I'm not sure how much his mind is still at Munster. Um away game, I, I have no idea how cost is going, but yeah, just on that, I'll go for the plus on this one.
0: Right, opposing your coach. I know Henrik uh, he opposes coaches, and when it comes to overs and unders, he's got firm opinions on referees. But let's see what the conductor says on this one. First of all, conductor, what bo are you on? Have you started your second yet? You aren't your third?
2: I, I don't I don't really like to keep track of numbers, Brent. <laughs> <laughs> It sounds bad when you round it off, eh? <laughs> no, um, yeah. So, Brent, I was—I was, I must be honest. I was lining up a Kosta Beća. I was going to be lining up a huge plus. Um, to me, Munster have been incredibly underwhelming the last couple of games. They haven't been great. Um, they had a shocker against Connacht in Galway. Uh, I think where they lost about two points. They should have closed their game out. I think it was one of the lowest passing rates out of any team in the URC. It was shocking to watch that butchered opportunities. Um, Yeah, there's been very, very big uh, backlash to Johan van Kran's comments uh, last week, uh, pre-match against Ulster. uh, When Murray Kinsella, the the journalist, was interviewing him, his comments weren't great. So I, I think there's a lot of displeasure with him at the moment. And like Henrik says, he is on his way out, but he's sort of saying, look... He's focusing, uh, he's focusing on, on the game and at Munster, and that's all It's yeah, all he's focusing on. Uh, yeah, look, so Munster haven't been great of late. They were actually they were actually being cleaned up by Ulster, funnily enough, until they got the red card. Um, then suddenly Munster came to the party and steeled themselves. I think it was very fortunate for them that Peter Mahoney got injured before the game and Tad Burns started because he had an absolute stormer. Uh, Peter Mahoney is back for this game. They have named quite a strong side, uh, Munster. Uh, yeah, good good centre partnership with Farrell. Uh, the only only weakling for me is Fowley or Frowley, That ten, I don't really know him too much. Um, obviously, Joey Carberry being injured for Munster is a bit of a big loss. But uh, on the other side of things, uh, Kustra have a, have turned over. You know, they twelve changes from their last uh, game. So yeah, they are normally so good at uh, at the home ground. I just can't remember what it's called, but. They've made me heaps of money. They, their home record in top 14 is actually ridiculous. They, they can knock off really big sides quite easily. Um, yeah, I, apparently, you know, my, the French connections have said, look, it's, it's an okay starting side, but a very weak bench. Um, I'd probably look at a plus nine and a half, just purely because Munster have not been playing great rugby at the moment. Um, they've also won their first two games. And I see uh, Johann van Crown has made it very clear that they only need even three out of four to progress. And their next game uh, next weekend is against Wasps in Limerick, so uh, you know that that they'll should win quite easily. So I just wonder how much motivation I'll take going to France with all the cloud around the travelling and the PCR tests, etc. It's not it's you know, with COVID it's not an easy journey these days. Um, if Castro have a good crowd in and they get quite vociferous, um, it could be make it quite unpleasant. Even though it's it's not a full strength side, I think the the crowd could um, Make it tough a tougher for Monster. And uh, I think they'll be backing uh Custer to Lee's pool, summing out the hat though, even though it's a bit of a second side.
0: Yeah, that's It's really gonna depend probably what you know what what Custer's mindset is for this game. I think they're a team that's actually I lost money on a bit in the past, opposing them when they've been at home as underdogs, and they've just managed to hang in there to either win the game or or potentially um you know beat the handicap. Just to mention total points is a forty six and a half in this game. And let's go up to the Undertaker and see what he fancies. Uh, I haven't asked you about this game yet, Henrik. Sorry, I'm getting confused.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Brent, um, I said oh, you so did. You opposed it for Johan Kram. Sorry, hard. you, you
0: yeah. were opposing your hand. Sorry, sorry. Uh, I, I wanted to go back to you, though, just for the points quickly, because I know you the the points, man. 46 and a half. Anything stand uh, out to you there?
1: Sure, Brent. Um In this competition, I, I'm not going to have a strong um, opinion on this one. Um, probably Anderson monster points. That's That we be my play, yeah. yeah.
0: Find a way to oppose. Right, Brendan, let's stick with you here. Wasps plus seven and a half. And uh someone else typed this out for me this evening. Is that started too long? Is that Toulon? Toulon t- that they that playing. T- right? <laughs> Toulon Zane, yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Brent, so I had a I had a big strike on minus eight and a half on Stud Toulon too Toulon Zane. <laughs> stud Toulouse. Uh no, I had a big I had a big strike on minus eight and a half on Toulouse. Um I've unfortunately had to work my way out of that bit quite, quite quickly. Um, the news coming out of the Toulon, oh, the Toulouse camp is there's no uh, DuPont, no Marchant, the hooker, uh, no Charlie from Moina no Roy Arnold, and apparently there's another two or three players in the Toulouse squad that have COVID, so they're not going to take over a full side. I looked at the stats. Uh, when When Toulouse have Dupont, and when they don't have Dupont, is actually like night and day. Um, I think they win like 95% into their matches when they have Dupont, and I think when they don't have Dupont, I think they only win like fifty to sixty percent of their matches. So he's a massive, massive play for them. Um, he's just so ridiculously good off the off the breaks and um, carrying the ball. Uh, yeah, plus seven and a half. I still wouldn't I still wouldn't take uh, the plus here. Um, Wasps do get back Umanga and. Uh, Paolo Adogu but are still going to be missing several players um, who threw, threw, threw in due to injury. Um, the big thing for them is that um, uh, they b- barely sucked at loose head. Rob- Robin Hislop uh, picked up an injury I think during the game against Tigers, and their scrum is incredibly weak. I think if if Toulouse bring a decent scrum, they're going to get absolutely smashed smash off the park. I think they've got reserves uh, playing loose head for um, for wasps against Toulouse, and i think i i, I hate to think he's on the bench for them at loose head uh cover i think they've only got four foot props in this in the squad um but uh yeah it, it's just a pity about dupont uh, i'll probably be staying out of this game uh I, there's just too many uncertainties for me at this moment i, I think guys like for, for five for feet might be back for wasps etc uh but with Toulouse losing a uh, dupont it's a, it makes me it makes no bet for me yeah
0: Right, yeah, it, it sounds a bit of a tricky one there. Um, Henrik, uh, yeah, any any opinion on this game? It looks a bit of a dangerous one.
1: Yeah, Brent, um, Brendan's um, knowledge on these northern hemisphere teams makes me feel way out of my depth. Um, so yeah, it's, it's great hearing his thoughts. And, and um, yeah, I, on this one, I haven't got an opinion either. Of these two teams but I, I'm always wary of of traveling French teams they, they they just go missing sometimes so just a small play maybe on, on the wasps on the plus here but um no strong opinion in this one
0: just looking the games off probably at the same time as one of the curry cup games I'm sure we'll be able to focus on the on the curry cup there um before I go back to Brendan Andrew, anything you like anything on Connacht against uh, Leicester Tigers
1: yeah, Brent Leicester, They've been in great form. Um, last week, I think they they lost for the first time in quite a while. Um, but they are a quality side. Um, they away to to Connacht at the sports ground, and uh, I'm a bit of a Connacht fan. I've always been a fan of Andy Friend, um since his days at the Brumbies. So, and like you know, I I like following coaches. Um, this is close to a choice game. Um, and uh, it's, pro- it's tough going against Leicester, but a home game, um, with Connacht at the moment playing good rugby, being underdogs. I think, um, a small play
2: on the plus here on Connacht plus one and a half, right? Brendan, yeah, I'm gonna agree with him, agree with uh, Henrik de Brent. Uh, yeah, I would have liked this line to have been more towards five and a half, six and a half. That would have been a great little get. Um, I think the, the, this line is a result of what happened in Coventry against Wasps by Leicester Tigers. Um, obviously, there's no team news at the moment, but I expect uh, Jasper Visa to be back for Tigers. Um, I think uh, Mark and Sard and Eskom, uh, he might be back. And I think Hunter and Liebenberg might be back as well. Um, you know, they were just missing their, their South African loose, loose trio combo. I mean, they're deadly. Um, also missing Nandolo as well. Uh, I'm not sure if he's back as well this weekend. He might be. Um, so there's a lot of n- unknowns uh, to be factored in. Yeah, I was incredibly impressed with Connacht's performance away to Leicester. I thought Leicester were quite were quite forward. I think they went down about they were went into halftime. I think six, seven, eight points down to Connacht. Connacht are playing incredible rugby. Um, the only pity about uh, this game is Mac Hansen for Connacht is not there. He's been actually electric for them. Uh, but other than that, Connacht's got a very very short injury list, so should have most of their guys uh, available. I've been reading quite a bit on Connacht's uh, players and coach; they're very very confident that they can win this game against Leicester. I, th- I feel that Leicester have been so good for so long, and they just maybe having a l- not a stumble, but are oh, just going to take a bit of a breath here. Yeah. Um, I like Connacht in the plus. I just think that Leicester. As good as they are, might just need to rest some of their players for this this game um, and focus on begler next weekend at home at Welford Road uh, to get that three out of four wins. Um, Sports crown is very intimidating. You know, Normally, they, they do get a very good crowd in there um, and that crowd makes such a difference. Uh, you know, It feels like you can almost hear, you can't really hear the players or the, or the ref. That's very, very loud. Um, so I, I, I quite like Connacht there. Um, as as Henrik says, uh, they've had a good season so far. Um, they seem to be stringing together good performances. So, yeah, the plus for me is all the way to go.
0: Yeah, Mark likes uh, them on the board there. He uh, says watch the weather as well. Of course, the weather there in Galway can be quite terrible. Ospreys, a conductor against Racing, And we got Ospreys here, yeah, the home team, plus
2: 13.5. Yeah, Brent. Uh, Ospreys, yeah, they were, they were very poor again last weekend. I think to Glasgow. Uh, Glasgow absolutely ripped them. To shreds, uh Sionia for for Glasgow was actually ripping through them. I haven't seen too many players going back for getting back for Ospreys this weekend. Um, as far as I know, their, their guys, their team against um, Glasgow was pretty much their full team and they got they got a bit of a lesson. Um, I see a big news for Rusty ninety two is that Trevor Inyankani is making his debut, should be making his debut for Rusty ninety two. Um, for me, he's so phenomenal as, as a scrum I think they'll bring some much-needed beef to that side. Uh, it depends what sort of side Russinger are going to bring out here, but to me, this is a bit too low uh, for a class side where you've got guys like Finn Russell, Vakitawa, Jean John Imhoff, uh, Kirtley Beale, Teddy Tomar. Um, yeah, I mean, we all saw what they did to, uh, to a, a far better Northampton side, Northampton Saints side. I just haven't seen the, the weather in Swansea as yet. Uh, if it's clear, I'd, I'd happily jump on the minus here.
0: Excellent. I just put you on solo layout there for a while because I received a WhatsApp from one of our female viewers saying, can't you have a closer look at your beard? And that's why I just put you on the, the solo. I'm also practicing for next week when we uh, when we talk about some of the products, but I'm just hoping we only get to see your face on the on, on the show next week, I can tell you. Henrik, anything on, on this one for you? or is it, uh, is it a case of just following the conductor?
1: Yeah, no, just following the conductor. Yeah, I have no opinion on this one, Brent.
0: And uh, Exeter Chiefs, Glasgow Warriors?
1: Yeah, this one, um, Glasgow, they've been playing quite well, eh? and I know this is a way game for them. and Exeter, they a quality side, but Exeter, in my opinion, the last while they, they have been the, the same power side that they've always been. Um, I, yeah, I'm a bit surprised that the handicap is as big as it is, so I like um, Glasgow and the plus a bit, yeah.
0: Right, Brendan, straight over back to you. Busy uh, just experimenting with a few of the lads. I haven't done that for a while. And I just like the look of your guys' faces. What, could I, what <laughs> can I tell you? Brendan, the Chiefs, minus 12 and a half. They let me down. Yeah. I mean, I know you were on them, I think, on the board last week. Was it against Harlequins? It was, I mean, geez, shit, was thick, That hey. red card. I mean, to be fair, Harlequins deserved the win overall. You yeah. can't argue with that. But at the end there, I thought they were going to snatch the victory, eh?
2: Yeah, I, th- I thought they were going to equate Cooper that that victory and steal it. So, um, it was almost a smash and grab. But it was unlucky. Uh yeah, you know, that red, that when that red car came on, I thought that the bet was dust, and then somehow it managed to manage to survive to, to about the seventy-six minutes, and then yeah, some very classy play and just managed to hold out there. Um yeah, this is a strange one, hey, because I mean really Glasgow pumped Exeter in uh, in Glasgow, the pre the previous championship, champions cup game. Um I do really rate this this Exeter side, but this seems a little bit big. Um I, I do see that uh, Exeter are getting back Luke Cowan-Dickie and Tom O'Flaherty, uh, which is big for them. Um, but I think Johnny Gray is a injury doubt, and I think they've got one or two other injury, injury doubts as well. But it should be a it should be a top uh, Exeter side. I just think that um, Glasgow are missing Jack Dempsey uh, this previous weekend. Um, but uh, I've been like I, said, I think, what Henrik says. I've been impressed with his Glasgow side. They've been playing really, really great rugger. Uh, for me, Exeter don't often smash teams at home. Uh, I, I won't be getting too involved in this game. I'd probably look at a I'd probably look at a, a bigger, you know, best Glasgow plus. Uh, but but nothing matters for me. Like I said, I, I just you know Glasgow have been good of late, but I just can't perform my full faith in them at Sandy Park. It's you know we, we, if the crowd gets behind them. Uh, that big pack of starts rolling, especially Luke Cowan, Dicky and Sam Simmons, that can make you look a bit silly. So it's it's, it's a very tough one. I'd, I would have loved to back the Glasgow Minus, but this Minus is a sli- is a touch too big. It's about, about four or five points too big for me to back with confidence. So I'd probably look at another bet here. I'd probably look at where the conditions, might be a bit rainy, might be a bit wet in Devon. Uh, I don't know. I'd, I'd want to see this Glasgow side. They've been, interrupted. They've been interrupted quite hitically with COVID and stuff. I think that's why Jack Tempsey wasn't there last week. Uh, so, I don't know. I, 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 it's, it's it's a no bet for me, really, on this game.
0: Boys in the live chat, we got uh, quite a bit of unity there. We've got Mark, Steve and Winslow all going Glasgow on the plus. Uh, let's move on to the next game and stay with you, Conductor. La Rochelle, minus 31.5 against Bath.
2: Brent, it's, it's another one that's tricky. I, I saw that Bath were actually uh, threatening not to tra- not to play this game because of the the strict conditions in, in France, where you have to have a, a PCR test 48 hours, or you have to quarantine 48 hours before, and then before you leave, you have to have a PCR test. And if you choose, if you test positive, you have to stay in France for 10 days. So I see Bath oh. is threatening to, to start to uh, boycott this game, but obviously the French have, re- have released their, um have relaxed the uh, um, conditions of travel. Um, so it looks like Bath will be traveling. This, this handicap looks very really big. Uh, I know Bath are awful, but it's really, really big. What I'd like to look at in play uh, when the when the markets come out, I'd like to look at the Bath points over. You'll probably get maybe 9.5, 9, 9. I think, hopefully. And I'd, I'd like to look at over 9.5. There, That that might be a bit juicy. Um, but uh, it's no a for me. It was a similar bet, there was a account. similar
0: bit early in the tournament. Was it against... Perhaps against Leinster or something like that. Against Leinster. And, and, yes, yeah. and I think I saw, yeah, uh, I saw, I think the line in some places there eventually, I got seven and a half.
2: Yeah, And I know it, they got, it got, it got, got a couple of new yes. Yeah, and went to seven point five.
0: That's and, nice. And they arrived comfortably then. I know uh, Alex uh, at UK Rugby Bets, who comes on the show quite often. Uh, unfortunately, when the show's on early um, in the UK time, you know, with the time changes, he does battle a bit. But I saw him saying on Twitter, he's waiting for a Bath points line as well. So, similar yeah. strategy. Similar strategy to you on on, on that one, um, Henrik. From your side, oh, so you got anything more there, conductor? Yeah, I mean, Brent, look, I mean, yeah, Larisa are a good side, but they just don't have that defence they used to
2: have, and I think typical in this game, it's 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 a it's you know, Larisa know that both onto a great side. I, I just don't know how much efforts are going to go in yeah. so I really fancy both to get some points. Um, yeah, you know, they're not a great side, but I think they will snag a couple of points. Especially if, especially if uh, La Rochelle let the guard down, so I think the over there might be golden.
0: And have, have Bath named their team or anything because you know what no, you're telling no, me about no, the no, COVID. Even, no. I mean, is there a chance that a team like Bath for this game say, "Look, we're not sending any of our big boys over because in case they they, they end up having to stay over," is that totally relaxed now? Is that not a factor for them?
2: Yeah, apparently it's totally relaxed, so there's no chance okay. of having to remain in France, etc. I think that was one of the big conditions that even if you test positive, you like to come home or, or something like that. To, because that was one of the massive conditions that um, Boff, uh said, look, the only way, because, I mean, obviously, they don't, they don't want to end up with another situation like they did in South Africa where the guys have to be, yeah, have to be remanded to, in, to in, no in, hotel. in hotels. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's not a chance. But, but yeah, we'll get on the sale game. There's a chance of something happening in the sale game, but we'll discuss that later. But but in this
0: instance, I, I don't think so. We'll just quickly check in with Henrik if he's got any opinion on this one.
1: Now Brent, that, that Overs on Valve certainly sounds good and there's good logic behind it um, from, from Brendan. And, and if, if you like the Overs on that one, that min, minus 31 and a half certainly sounds very big um, if, you, if you fancy Valve to get a few points. Um, and every, every time a handicap goes over four um, converted tries, for me, it's get, it, it gets dangerous. That That's very big handicap, especially in such a big um, competition as this. Even isn't is a, is a bit of a poor team, um, I think that that handicap is very big. So, yeah, a, a, a plus for me here yeah, and I'll definitely be looking at the, that points line that Brendan has highlighted there.
0: Bristol Bears, uh, Henrik, will stay with you to see if you've got an opinion on this one. Minus 19 and a half against Stade-Francais. I think Stade-Francais are a team that cost me when they played at home. I opposed them and they played quite well at home. But I'd, I'd, I'm imagining French team on the road here. They should be right for the taking.
1: Yeah, Brent. I, I'm not a big. Uh, I haven't got big knowledge on either of these two teams, but I, I've never been a big bristol um, Bears uh, fan. I know last two or three years, um, the, these guys really like the way they play and the, the players they have. I've I've never been a fan, and I, I, I've liked to oppose them. So yeah, just on that, I'll, I'll go with a plus here, but no, no confidence on this one.
0: Right. Let's go over to. Uh conductor for his opinion on that one, Bristol Bears?
2: Yeah, Brent, so I'll wait for the, the Bears team and, yeah, well, Bears team, and <laughs> I won't really, won't really worry too much about the South France A team, but I'll wait for the Bears team to be released before I take this bet, but I'm very I very much like the minus. Uh, South France 8 are, are just sitting above relegation zone in, in the top 14. Their focus won't be um, on this competition at all. Even though the, I think they got back a couple of guys uh, this past weekend, via uh sorry, it's two or three really decent players aside South France they came back. Uh, they, they, they especially in their back line. Um, you know, they, they can perform, but you know, like we saw, like we saw in Connacht, you know, they put up a good, you know, when they played in Galway, they put up a good sort of 20, 30, 40 minutes and then seem to fade quite badly. Um it's a minus is a little bit big for me. I think you can get minus 16.5 if you shop around, which is something I'd probably look at. Um, this Bristol Bears side had a really, really good, good gutsy win this past weekend um, against... Uh, oh, sorry, I just got, got to skip my mind. Sorry, it's been a bit of a long day. But they had a re- really, really good gutsy win at home. Um, yeah, and I actually beat them quite convincingly. Uh, so I see Harry Thacker... It might be back for the Bears as well as Stephen Lutua, as well as uh, Charles Pieter. Um I think there might be one more player as well that's back for them as well. There's about four players that might be back in contention for them. So, to me, Bears just want to have that really good win for the for the guys that have been there for the faithful. I just think Safran say hey, it's just they want to get this game out the way. So, I'll, I'll be looking for the best miners I can get you. Um, and, and and lump on it. So I just I just yeah the way the way they capitulated away at at Connacht just says to me they're not really in this comp.
0: Right. We'll stay with you then for Leinster up against Montpellier. Now Leinster, our team well capable of putting sides away at home. They perhaps haven't been as consistent the last couple of seasons. But the way this has been priced up, the bookies are not expecting the French team to take a lot of interest.
2: Yeah Brent, it's another tough one I won't be I won't be putting much money on this until maybe I see some team sheets sheets. sheets um apparently there was a lot of there was a lot of covert in montpellier i think hence they had to cancel one or two games i think in the top 14 um there's also covert in leinster apparently as well there's a couple of cases as well so i i I just don't know i just i just not gonna get too involved i don't like leinster big big leinster caps uh they've burnt me so many times man uh you know with huge caps you expect them when, when they release basically an all-Irish side, you would think they're just smoke sides, especially if Montpellier send a, a sub side. But, but this gap is too big for me, so I'd, I'd probably stay out of it completely.
0: Michael, uh, Baron just coming in and he's pointing out that that team you couldn't think of that the Bears beat. I actually should have thought of it as well because I watched that game as well. I couldn't get it. It was a sale um, on, on on that one. I think there was quite a bit of money for the Bears uh, from some of the boys on the forum there as as well. Henrik, anything on this for you? I know you're not a Leinster Miners fan, but uh, is this a game you'd rather leave alone?
1: Uh, Brent, Leinster, um, for me, they're they, a lot like Exeter. Um, I used to follow them and, and back them, say, two years ago, and they were amazing, Exeter and, and Leinster. And just the, the last six months or eight months or so, Leinster, they haven't quite been the, the team they used to, in my opinion. Um, so yeah, I, I don't think feel comfortable backing them on big minuses. Um, I've got I, I used to like the way Montpellier played, but I'm I'm not clued um, up on them at the moment. So yeah, just just because I don't like the big minus, I'll probably lean towards the, the plus here. But if if I have to bet, yeah, I'll probably have a look at some some kind of um, points player, maybe. Uh, a, a dangerous bet going on this on, on Leinster points um but yeah no confidence on this one either
0: Mark just pointing out that Leinster uh, will be baying for blood need to pick up points it's going to be an interesting one it is a high handicap I think I'll be dictated to by whether or not we actually get that game on TV because I would I would prefer to back a game that I can watch on TV Henrik anything on your side then in the next game Northampton Saints against Ulster we got Northampton slight underdogs at home here against Ulster
1: yeah, this, this looks interesting. I'm a bit of a fan of Ulster. Um, when Marcel Coutier still played for them, I I, I like backing them and they were good. And now I've got Dwayne, Dwayne Foguelen who kind of replaced um, Marcel Coutier. I've always been a bit of an Ulster fan, even in the days when Pino played for them. Um, so, I like to back them. The Saints, um I, I don't follow them closely, but if, if I have to be corrected, yeah, but I think they, they're going quite all right at the moment. Um, and at home, being underdogs, that's probably a, a tricky game, yeah. Uh, sure. I'm not sure, Brent. Maybe a small plan also to win the game, but but I'm going to lean on the conductor to to help us out, yeah.
0: Before we go there, just Winslow mentioned he likes Lens on the minus, and then yeah, Steve, he's in cracking form on the show tonight. Montpellier travel worse than unrefrigerated ice cream. And <laughs> uh, no, no, that's I saw Steve. A conductor, Northampton Saints.
2: Yeah, i bring some I must be honest, I was very, very bullish on taking Ulster uh, on the minus here. Uh, until it was news of James, J- John Cooney being out. Um he to me is he is so crucial to that Ulster effort. I think Nathan Doak, the reserve scrum off is also decent, but nothing nothing in the league of uh, Cooney. Um Missing a guy like Stuart McCloskey, him and James Hume as their centre combination was just fantastic for Ulster. Um, that being said, I, I still think Ulster should get the job done here. Yeah. Uh, Northampton had a very good win away to Newcastle, which is a notoriously difficult place to play. Um, they had an actually an incredible win. Um, I just don't know if Courtney Laws will be back for this game. He's a, he's a really, really stellar player for Northampton. Um, I see Yano Christus is also going very well for Northampton. I, I hopefully he'll start there, or for, for obviously for science purposes. Um, they have been playing good rugby. They do tend to leak um, quite a bit of points. Um, I'd, be like to, I'd like to look at this points line for this game. I, I find that both teams play very, very positive rugby. Um, I'm hoping for something in and around the 47, 48.5 mark. I'll definitely be jumping on that. Uh, but other than that i'd probably look at pu- pushed them pushed i'd probably look at also minus two and a half or also on the board at the best price um also very, very uh, quality outfit, very well coached um Saints can be quite erratic they have been going great guns in the in the Gallagher as uh, as as uh, said uh, but they can be found out at times like we saw against Russing. um they are a bit susceptible to certain certain uh, spots in their in their In their play, their defence is is often a bit uh, lackadaisical. So I'd probably look at Ulster there, but I'd love to see a nice little low points line. I'd love to take over there.
0: Right. uh, We'll have to wait to see what the points are there. I think we've just got two games left to go. Just a reminder to everyone watching, best bets coming towards the end of the show. Also, you can subscribe to our newsletter down below this uh, video. Union Bordeaux, which I guess is just the Bordeaux bagels. Um, minus 15 and a half against the Scarlets, who've also, I know, had their COVID problems in this tournament. You know, Brent, this, uh, you know
2: I was hoping for maybe a single-digit figure here. I would have taken Bordeaux-Begler on, on the board, or, I mean, uh, on the minus. Uh, this minus 15, 15 and a half is getting a little bit big for me, uh, especially considering that uh, Bordeaux-Begler are missing Matthew Gellibere, their, their talismanic fly-off. Uh, but nevertheless, they've got a very good side. Um, that's why they're they're pretty much topping the top fourteen at the moment, playing some incredible rugby. Uh, Scotland have been unknown un, entity. They've had some bad games. They lost very badly to Munster seaside, um, and then somehow managed to beat I think the Ospreys a couple of weekends ago. Um, but they've been very interrupted with with COVID. I see Ken Owens, their hooker, the Welsh international hooker. He's he's gone. He's injured. So uh, yeah, and I see Liam Williams. Uh, their, fly, their, their, their fullback is also. He's going to be transferred at some other points. He's going to another Welsh club. So I, I just I just don't know how good the Scarlet side is, but the, the Sportos, uh handicap is a little bit big for me to get too much involved. You know, I'm not. I'm, I just don't have enough information on either team there.
0: All right, we're going to go to Henrik now to bring us home. Anything for you in the last two games, the Bordeaux game, Henrik, and then the Clermont game just after that.
1: Yeah, Brent. Um, <coughs> Fifteen and off. It seems a bit big, um, like like Brendan said. But still, I I, I think border um, against the Welsh team, you have to go to minus here. I think the plus might be a bit of a dangerous bet here. Yeah? So yeah, um, I think the minus here, and then the next game, Clermont against Sale. Again, um, Clermont. It's a team I like. Um, I like the way they play. Um, Sale, I haven't followed them quite closely. Well, neither these teams. But again, uh, home game for Clermont, um, single-digit handicap, with minus for me.
0: Right, the minus for Henrik Then I know this is a game you you hinted early in the show, I think, Brendan, that uh, you had a bit of a fancy on the sale game. What, what Which way are you going here?
2: Not so much a fancy, Brent, but obviously with regards to, you know, people mentioning travel issues, I, I see there was a lot of issues with sh- sale sharks travelling especially with the African contingent, because obviously they need a Schengen visa to travel to uh, France. It's Apparently that's been pushed through now because there was a bit of issues with that. Uh, But nevertheless, sales talks are absolutely rubbish on the road. I mean, if you look at the record, they've been absolutely poor. But if they can take a really good side, I fancy them to cover this plus there. Uh, Clermont are not the side they used to be. They are very good. uh, With guys like um, Damien Pernod, he's fantastic Iraqa, uh, um, uh, yeah, some very good players uh, uh, in that uh, Clemence side, but like I said, to me, some of their guys are getting a bit longer in the tooth. They're not they're not the Clemence side of old. These demolish sides at home. Um, I think Sales Shock should be very much up for this game. Um, if they can, get Tom Curry, John O'Ross, and uh, Dan Dupre as the Trio, Jean-Luc. Um, I think uh, J.P. Dupre might be back from maternity leave I think his wife gave birth last week so he might be back um uh, yeah so uh, you know I think the market might get a couple of guys back the only issue uh that would stop me from going big on this plus is that one of the sale sharks players was arrested during the week um for certain things um so I don't know how how much disruption that's brought to the side if they're going to focus on that, but I'm sure the French press will obviously be asking them about to try and get under the skin, etc. cetera. Uh, but, but nevertheless, I, I, I probably would aim for the plus there. I uh, just not, not, not a massive fan on this Clement side to, to smoke sides.
0: Well, the boys are a little bit split on that one, but it was a marathon. Uh, uh, yeah. Marathon show, especially in terms of those Heineken cup games. I've been thinking about it, guys. I mean, what are we going to do? We've got curry cup six nations super rugby i mean super rugby must be starting soon as well uh it's february yeah february yeah yeah i think we have to split the i think we have to split the show in two we're going to do super rugby and south africa at nine o'clock and then at 10 o'clock we'll go to the european games or something but it's going to be crazy and get yourself a good marriage counselor i guess that's it actually you know when you hit when you hit my years of marriage, the more time that you spend away from the wife, the happier with you she is. So I don't think she'll a problem. Well
2: like, well, like my mate said, he's had four kids with his wife. So he always says, "What, what is she going to do? Is she going to leave me? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, I mean, who knows with the stuff that we're getting in the mail next week, guys, I mean, the, the woman could be all over us. Eh? I mean, we'll, we'll have to wait and see, <laughs> but um, let's get into the, let's get into the best bets. And, uh, God, doctor. I'll start with you
2: Prince, yeah, I think my best bets are probably going to be um I, I very much like the Bulls minus five and a half I li- I'd like to see that points line I'll probably take overs there um I'm, I'm strong on western province and uh, then uh yeah that's that's definitely my best bets I think those two I think the bookies will be will be you know, yeah you know, I just don't think they read the carry cap as well um especially at the gate so yeah Bulls minus five
0: and a half and province on the board all right, Henrik, your best bets. I know
1: it's going to be in the Curry Cup. Yeah, Brent, I like all three Curry Cup games quite strong. Um, of the three, probably the, the cheetahs the least, but I still like it strong. Um, and then the Bulls, yeah, I, I luckily got on the Bulls at 9 to 10. Um, but I I I'll still I still think that the minus is the way to go here. Um, anything in single digits, you can back the Bulls on the minus. That's my second um, one and then yeah unfortunately i'm going against brendan but i like the lions and the Lions to win the game is is my best bet of the
0: weekend excellent well you can uh see what we're gonna go well i'll have to put all of these bets together in the newsletter just personally i was leaning very strong cheetahs minus when i had a had a quick look there i do also like in the harlequins game that overs 50 50 and a half points um so that that's another one that would look but uh, yeah i'll probably uh, watch back the show i generally put it on double speed or whatever scene that i've heard most of it before and yeah. try and make notes and, and pick up some bets ahead of the newsletter there but james it's been great seeing you again and uh yeah let's let's uh to all of us and to all of the boys in the live chat as well let's hope for a, a strong year of punting and uh some good sport coming up over the next few weeks including the B met horse racing we'll probably have a preview for that but yeah have, have a good one conductor thanks man nice to see you and uh, enjoy the weekend
2: Thanks, Yeah, Thanks, guys. And have a good one. Uh, let's uh, let's have a good weekend. And let's, uh, let's take care of those debit orders on January 29th.
0: <laughs> that, that's it. And Henrik, great seeing you back again. I mean, the moment I saw, as I said at the start of the show, I didn't even know that there was South African rugby. But the moment I did, I thought, well, let me uh, let me pop Henrik a mail and see if he's keen to come on and talk, talk Curry Cup. So thanks a lot. And yeah, have a, have a cracking weekend.
1: Yeah, thanks, Brent. Uh, I like being on the show, so thanks for inviting me. I always enjoy it. And I, I'm always up for chatting rugby, anybody's um, always welcome to to hit me up on Twitter, and I always have a, a conversation. So, yeah, good luck to all the guys. And yeah, I meet the bookies hard. I hope the bookies lose hard this weekend.
0: Excellent. That was the Undertaker and the Conductor. Always a pleasure to have them on the show. Thanks, everyone. Uh, we'll catch you next week for the Handicap Rugby Chat That Matters.